1: He wants us to feast at his table, and he wants it to be a priority. As a matter of fact, he he makes it clear he wants it to be the priority of our lives, that we would engage with him, that we would connect with him, that we would spend time with him. that We wouldn't treat him like a machine or, or, or like a genie in a bottle, you know, that whatever we want, we only go to him when we need something.
0: There are probably people in your life that you talk to every day. Even if you don't see them in person, you call or text them. Well, today, Pastor Robert explains that connecting with God every day should be a priority for you. He urges you to spend time reading the Bible, praying, and listening to what God has to say. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the main thing.
1: What he's talking about primarily here is coming into the presence of God. he's he's talking and, and listen. We're all different in the way we go about it. My wife, generally, she, she, she sits up. She puts a couple of pillows behind herself in, in the bed. She's got a cup of coffee. She's got like five different books, including her Bible and a notebook. I'm not sure what that's for. And her journal. And she sits there and reads and prays and writes and prays and writes and reads and for like two hours. It don't take me that long, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not, I'm not as spiritual as my wife, it just, I don't know. Does not take me that long. But he wants us to feast at his table and he wants it to be a priority. As a matter of fact, he, he makes it clear he wants it to be the priority of our lives, that we would engage with him, that we would connect with him, that we would spend time with him. We wouldn't treat him like a machine or, or, or like a genie in a bottle, you know, That whatever we want. We only go to him when we need something. Which brings me to a question before we move on, and I, and I am going to move on, but for what purpose are the guests invited to gather together? I mean, is it for their benefit or, or is there a higher purpose to this thing in the parable? Did you notice that? They're being invited to a wedding feast. Now, now what's the purpose? The purpose of a wedding feast is to celebrate, in this situation, the king's son. To give honor to to the son of the king and to celebrate him and his bride and this wonderful thing. Right? Am I right? Now, they're going to enjoy the steaks. They're going to enjoy all of the, you know, wonderful feast that's going to take place. So yes, they are going to benefit, but their benefit is not primary. What is primary is glorifying the king, honoring the king, right? Most of us, when we come to church, we need, man, we need to remember that I need to be coming here first and foremost that he would be pleased, that he would be glorified, that that he would be the center of attention in my life, not about what I'm going to get out of it or any of those things. Now, the second thing here, let's consider the, the revelation within the parable. You see, when when those who should have been most prepared for the banquet were found to be unworthy of participation because of their complacent disregard of the invitation he invited those who would have least expected to ever be included in the in, in the king's banquet right in both of the stories that's that's who he goes to he sends them out to compel the beggars, the rejects, the, the, the maimed. You know, I was thinking about that. The way, just the way everything's very deliberate in the Bible. You know that, right? So he sends, he sends the servant out and he says, I want you to find the ones that are maimed. What does that mean? The ones who find it difficult to look at themselves in the mirror because they're just so disfigured the ones who were filthy, the ones who were despised by society, the ones that you have, to, you have to go and, you know, they're hiding in a corner somewhere in the dark. Compel them, he says. Bring them here because I want my house to be filled. See, the revelation here is that the very people you and I would least expect are the ones to whom we've been sent. Now, what does that look like in in my world today? What does it look like in your world today? I'd encourage you to give it some thought. I'll tell you what came to my mind, the ones that I would ride off, because I don't have any problem going to the, to the maimed, the lame, the poor, you know. I, I don't have any problem reaching out to them. The ones that I would have a problem reaching out to, it's a guy in the Bentley that I'm gonna have a hard time inviting to church. I'm just being honest. Because I don't expect him to really be open. My bias, my prejudice in, in this sense is going to tend more toward that. You you get me? You guys understand what I'm saying? The ones that I think would be closed. I'm not going to hand him an invitation because I I, I think he's going to laugh at me and throw it away. And Jesus says, it's not your call to make. I've sent you at this point to go to everybody. If she's breathing, invite her. If he's breathing, compel him to come. Right? Am I right? Isn't that what is not that that's what it's saying? And it's it's not our call. The ones who think there's no hope for them, the ones who the ones who think they're 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 guilty. They're, they're just so evil. And I don't know about you, but I have encountered people like that. I've encountered men who honestly believed that because of what they had done, I remember standing in the, the emergency area, the, one of the treatment areas at Rider Trauma, you know, over at Jackson, after a horrible accident. And I'm standing outside as a young Marine wept, just almost uncontrollably. Part of it was because he thought he was losing a good friend who didn't die. But a big part of it was because of what he and his friend had done while they were deployed, while they were in in combat. Now he never told he never he didn't tell me details. He didn't but he was convinced that God would never ever listen to his prayers. Pastor, he'll listen to you. But he won't listen to me. He was so convinced that he he was disqualified forever. That God despised him. Jesus said, those are the ones for whom my table has been prepared. Those are the very ones. I want you to go get them, and I want you to bring them in. Do you understand? The ones who think there's no way, the ones like Matthew, like the tax collector, there's no way. It's hopeless. And Jesus says, no, it's not. And I just love the way the parable is recounted there. And look, he, he doesn't just say, go invite them. Now, what does he say? Compel them. He's like, you need to go in and take them by the arm and say, listen, you don't understand. I'm going to get in trouble. The king has prepared a feast and he wants you to come. Now, he can't be talking about me. Yes, he's talking about you. But this brings us to the final warning. It's the king's table. It's the king's banquet, and so you can only come on the king's terms.
0: This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, But you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting mainthingradio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at mainthingradio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under about at mainthingradio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.